Hey everyone, John here again. So thanks for being patient with me. I was on a vacation visiting my brother who was just promoted to Sergeant Major in the Army. Very proud of him. Um, And El Paso was great. Um, The weather was good. It was hot, but it was dry. Definitely not as hot as it is in Florida or Puerto Rico when you have the added humidity. Um, Shout out to my Airbnb host. She did a great job hosting. The place was super clean, super lovely, really accommodated my whole family for the trip. So if you're ever in El Paso, happy to give the referral. Just reach out to me by email. My email will be in the show notes. So today, I want to discuss a viral tweet that's been going on saying there's an impending Airbnb market crash coming, a collapse in the short-term rental markets. So long story short, there's two data analytics firms. One is called All the Rooms, and they had the most negative data report ever. And then you have AirDNA, which most of us are familiar with, that had a slightly less negative report, but they're arguing back and forth on who's right, who's wrong, which data can the short-term rental owner community rely on. Well, I'm going to get into it, but point is we all know it's been super slow compared to last year because the state of travel has actually changed, but how much has it actually dropped and what data can we rely on? Let's get into it. So all the rooms, their data report was pretty negative. Um, They compared revenue from May of 2022 with revenue from this year, May of 2023, in some key markets. And across the board, we had a 34% drop to a 47.6% drop, depending on what market you're in. So it was basically saying, for example, my market, Orlando, Florida, Post had last May $3,534 in average room revenue, while this year that dropped to $2,305 per month. So that's a huge drop. And the question that people are asking is, where is this data actually coming from? Because the source data is saying it's calculated as a three-month average revenue per listing for May 2023 compared to May 2022. But what's the sample size on this? How many listings are they sampling? How big is their sample size? Where is this data gathered from? We don't have any of this information. If you go to their page, they talk a little bit about how they do analytics, but we would like to know how exactly was this data compiled if we're going to rely on it for future investment decisions, for news publications. We would like to know where the data actually comes from. So AirDNA which we also have questions about where the data comes from, had a less negative report. So for Orlando, Florida, May 2022, we had a $5,358 average RevPal revenue per month, average. And then May 2023, we have a $4,796 RevPal. That's a 10.5% change. So the variance there, 34.8% drop, versus a 10.5% drop, it's huge. So that means they both have a wildly different data set. So how can we reliably go off of this data when the data is so far off? And that's what we need to understand as short-term rental owners is when you rely on someone's data, you need to actually understand what assumptions they're using, what sample sizes they're using, where they're getting their information, before you rely on it to make an investment decision. 
Because what we do know is if we look at listing calendars across the board, people do have a pretty significant decline in revenue. The question is, however, how much is that decline? So it is helpful having this data because it's super helpful when anyone aggregates data so we could have further insight into how our industry is doing. But what we would like to see is what analytics are doing, how they're compiling the data so that we can more accurately rely on it. And I think understanding the assumptions will really help us there. Why is this so important? Well, right now you have people just going on Twitter and Facebook and saying, hey, I told you so, you know, the market's crashing. And this, this information just proves what I've been saying all along. Well, we know, we know that markets are changing and we know that we have a supply problem. But to say that, to say that short-term rentals are collapsing is a stretch. It's like anytime the economy is doing bad, we're saying we're going into a depression. Like that's a huge stretch. We are experiencing a time that's not positive. However, it doesn't mean the entire short-term rental market is losing, nor does it mean that every single short-term rental owner or investor is doing poorly. And you definitely want to resist taking real estate advice from people whose main source of income is YouTube views. I mean, you, you need to know where your data is coming from and trusting reputable data sources is the way to go. The problem here is in our industry, not many data sources are actually reputable. And we only have a few sources like all of the rooms and AirDNA. So AirDNA actually has a podcast of their own. It's pretty interesting to listen to. Um, and they do explain how important data is and how they go about gathering data and using data. So if you haven't heard it, I suggest checking it out. Um, but any data that you rely on, you definitely want to know where it's coming from, what methods are being used, and who's running the analysis. Um, if you are just trusting the data at face value, you may actually put yourself in a really bad position or lose out on a really lucrative opportunity because you were trusting the wrong data set. My opinion on the matter is I believe like any real estate transaction or investment, it's going to ebb and flow similar to the stock market. You have periods that are up, you have periods that are down. You just have to plan accordingly because not every period is going to be super hot. And we had that post-pandemic travel boom that was not normal. And now we're going into what may be the new normal or may actually not be the new normal. But it just goes to show you that the income from short-term rentals is volatile. And you need to look at the long-term gain you're going to have investing in short-term rental property. You have the, the appreciation of your property and you're going to have cash flows. So if you're doing this for the long term and you run it efficiently and you're promoting your property and your marketing is world-class, you will come out on the positive end over the longer time horizon. If you, however, bought just a year ago when prices of real estate were highly inflated and you thought this was going to be easier, well, this might be a rude awakening. But no matter when you bought, what you bought, you can run an efficient vacation rental if you just stick to the principles highlighted in this podcast and many others on the podcast board. If you want to learn more about this data set I'm speaking about in this episode, in the show notes, I'm going to link to it so you could see the data set for yourself, see the market, see how much they have gone down since last May. And then you can see the little Twitter fight that's going on between real estate investors about who to rely on. Super interesting stuff. 
If you have any questions about either data set, I've read as much as I possibly could into it. I'm happy to share my thoughts. Just reach out to me. My contact info will be in the show notes. If you want these updates in your email box, I would really encourage you to subscribe to my newsletter. It's only the good stuff, no BS. It's all the insights that I've collected and I find the most important for short-term rental owners. I'll include a link in the show notes on how to subscribe. So hope you join the community. Thanks everyone. Until next time, take care.